Oh, man. I'm a technology refugee. I feel like everything's just leaving me behind and I don't fit in anywhere. And I don't really know what to do about that. I have been a, a Windows user sheesh since like just before I think since Windows 3.0 and before that I was using MS-DOS before that I was using uh, MS-DOS on an Atari you know first I was using MS-DOS on an IBM PCAT but largely I've been a Microsoft user in some form or fashion for most of my life for geez i'm 50 i'm gonna be 55 this year so for like 40 years i've been a microsoft user and with windows 11 i'm not sure i want it first off um my pcs are old i only have one that would be eligible to upgrade and that's a uh a one-year-old uh, Dell XPS 13. I have two Dell, uh, actually three Dell towers. One I use, um, it, they all run Windows 10 right now. And one is used basically as a home media server. I've got decades of music and movies and TV shows. Um, pictures, home videos, everything's on this PC. Everything gets backed up to a Drobo, which I know I need to change that to like a Synology NAS or something like that, but I don't know, I just haven't haven't gotten there yet. And that scares me a little bit because everything's on basically two devices, but whatever. Uh, one PC I just decommissioned. It was a nine-year-old... Um, Core i7, and I can't remember all the particulars. I know I remember it was like a fourth gen Core i7, I believe. <laughs> I can't remember. I've just been so removed. Uh, computer technology has just become so un uh, uninteresting lately, at least the last ten years to me. But anyway, so that one I, I decommissioned it because I, I wasn't really using it much except for running QuickBooks. And for some reason, I like to have different computers doing different things. It's just always been, you know, I probably don't need to do it now because PCs can handle running multiple applications without slowing down. But it's always been my habit to have, I've got one machine that's going to specifically do this. And I've got another machine that I will use for, um, you know, mainly something else. Uh you know, so I would do video editing and photo editing and most of my Microsoft Office functions I would use on, on, on this older machine. It's like six years old. It's also a Core i7. And I, I don't remember what generation I'm running anymore. Uh, so I would use that for most of my activities. because it, it was a newer machine. It has more RAM. And, you know, so I've just got all these three machines. They're giant towers. I'm like, okay, I, I don't really need to do this anymore because I'm not working like I used to. 
So I can run QuickBooks on my main machine because I don't use QuickBooks that often either and just run it on two monitors, keep them separate and fine. So that's that's where I, I, I am sort of on my PCs. So Windows 11 rolls along and you know, it's made to look more like the Mac. It's going to be simplified for people, which I, you know, I'm not really interested in. I know once this thing rolls out and if I put it on my main PC, I'm going to be fiddling around with this stupid thing, trying to find where all the stupid settings are. And I feel like I'm just getting too old for that crap. You know, I don't, I don't want to move backwards. I don't want to I don't want to have to, I guess I'm just a pain in the ass now. I just don't want to have to relearn things. Especially if things are not broken, you know. I don't mind putting lipstick on a pig. I don't mind a refresh in the UI. You know, moving some things around here and there. You get used to that kind of stuff. But, you know, functionality and settings and stuff like that, when they when they hide them, move them, uh when they don't make logical sense, you know, that bothers me. And, you know, you could tell they're trying to be Mac-like by putting the uh, start menu or the, what the hell is this stupid thing called, the the taskbar, when they put all the icons right in the middle. Now, I know I can move them. I can make it look like Windows 10, whatever. That's, it's just aesthetics. You know, either you like the Mac aesthetic or you don't. I, I don't care for the Mac. So, and I will, you know, I, I'm not going to go Apple because I will not get stuck in that ecosystem again. I did, I made that mistake once with the uh, iPod and I didn't buy it myself and I've never purchased an Apple product for myself. My sister got, got an iPod for me. Before that I was using an Arcos. Oh shoot. What the heck is the name of that thing? It was a giant hard drive. It was the size of a hard drive and held all my music. It was an Arcos MP3 player, and I can't remember the title of it anymore. I still have it somewhere in my technology museum. So she got me an iPod, and so I had to use iTunes, and, you know, the iPod was cool. You know, it worked. It held all my music, and it was smaller. It was, you know, sleek. You know, and I I ordered music through iTunes, and you know, and then it's like, you know what, it was it was a pain because it wasn't just straight up MP3s. There was DRM attached to it. Um, you know, and I went through this long process before I before my library got too big, I went through this process of removing all the DRM and you know, I had had to I can't even remember all the software I had to use to to do all this crap. I I didn't like being trapped there and the songs and the format sometimes depending on what you were buying wouldn't play on other mp3 players because it was an apple format and maybe i'm remembering it all wrong but that's what i remember and i was like you know what i can't take this anymore so when uh i think when the zune came out i think i bought one of those and it played straight up mp3s i know the ipod played straight up mp3s and that's kind of what i started doing i stopped buying off of itunes i started buying off amazon music and downloading mp3s uh, and you know, I would buy music straight from the artist, and just use you know platform agnostic MP3s. And then you know, once they put music players into phones, then it was gold, and I didn't have to worry about anything. 
all my old music would play on the phone. Everything was platform agnostic. So with Windows 10 and Windows 11, I get the feeling I'm going to be trapped in another ecosystem I don't want to be trapped in. And I think the, you know, I haven't used the OS yet. When it when it's available for, for my laptop, I'll download it so I can check it out and install it. I'm, I, I've stopped. I'm not of... I'm not of the temperament anymore to go after the latest OS and install it and fiddle with it. Um, you know, I used to do that when I was younger. So, you know, now what does a person do? I could keep using Windows 10 at least up until 2025 when they will stop, supposedly stop offering security updates. And that's probably the route I'll go down with these main machines. And then maybe at the, at that time I will evaluate what to do. But I'm, I'm considering going with a Linux distribution. You know, my, my problem with Linux, though, is that you can't really run mainstream software. And do I really need Word and Excel and stuff? No, I don't need those. And I know I can use the web versions. I, I know there are workarounds for everything, but I don't want to do any workarounds anymore. I'm just sick of all this shit. I just want to use my fucking machines. I, I want people to stop telling me how to use them and what to do with them and what software I can and cannot use. I mean, it's just so sickening. So, <laughs> so that's my rant for Windows and Microsoft. You know, I don't care about any of the crap. Um, you know, it's just my own personal usability and where I'm at with with PC technology. And uh, I guess what brought all this to mind was Google's announcement of the Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro this week. I've got an old phone. I use uh, a Google Pixel 3. So it's, and I bought it three years ago. It's a great phone. Takes great pictures, works well, except, you know, as what happens, what tends to happen with Android phones is over time, they seem to have performance issues and requires more uh, frequent rebooting, requires uh, closing and deleting of apps. I don't have a problem with storage. I've got a, this is a 128 gig version. You know, what I do on, a, on an annual basis is I download all the original photos uh, to a folder on my hard drive and then I clear out all the photos on the phone. Not only that, it's back it gets backed up to Google Photos, but you know, those are not the full resolution. You can really see the difference when you look at the original versus the uploaded version. So but they do get uploaded to Google Photos, it gets uploaded to Amazon Photos, that account, and also they get backed up to my Dropbox account. The and at least on Amazon and in Dropbox, those are the original photos. But because, you know, I'm so afraid of losing photos. I don't even know why anybody's afraid of losing photos anymore. I don't know. It's just something I've been doing for so long that I just, it's like uh, inertia. You know, it's easy just to keep going. And, I you know, maybe I forget why I'm doing it. But So just belt and suspenders approach. I, I offload the original photos and videos 
onto a folder on my um, on my hard drive on one of my PCs. So the the Pixel Six comes out, and I'm like, okay, maybe it's time for a refresh of a phone. You know, get something with some of the latest hardware. You know, that won't have a problem running all the latest software. Because really, your phone is your PC nowadays. It's not really your desktop or your laptop. It's your phone. And as I'm watching it, you know, I'm, I've got the Google Store open as well. And so many people suffered the same problem here, where as soon as things were open and I was able to pre-order, go in there and put it in a cart, I did so. And then I kept clicking on the checkout function that wasn't working. And I figured, okay... It's just not working yet. They don't have it available because the presentation is not over. But as soon as the presentation was over, I figured, okay, it would just sail through. And it didn't. It just kept freezing up, giving me an error. You know, so I, I kept trying and it didn't work out. And I think I was trying for a good half an hour. I don't know, maybe longer. I don't, I don't remember how long it was. And then suddenly the phone was taken out of my cart. And then I went to look at it, you know, to, to put it back in the cart to reorder, and it says it's out of stock. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, I've been spending an hour here just kind of clicking away, trying to order a fucking phone, and now it's out of stock. Whatever. And as time passed, you know, I figured, okay, maybe, maybe it's just a problem with their back end because everybody's trying to order it. You know, I went back in later, and I was like, oh, okay, um, this, this shows that it's still in stock, so maybe it is an actual problem with their back end. Then I try to reorder it again, and the same shit happens. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm not, gonna, I'm not that desperate for a fucking phone where I'm going to spend my entire day trying to give Google 1100 of my dollars. Oh, look at that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not trying to talk to you, you piece of shit. It does that more often, too. It wakes up all on its own. You don't have to say uh, the trigger words. You just say Google almost in any context, and the stupid thing will wake up. Anyway, where where was I in my rant? Okay, I couldn't order the phone. And as time went on, I'm like, you know what? Do you really want this phone? I, you know, some of the software was cool when, with, with taking photos of being able to, uh, I think they called it Magic Eraser, where you could take a picture, say, you, say you're at a tourist spot and you take a picture of somebody and you want to remove all the, all the people that are in it that are cluttering up your photo. So you could remove them and make it look cool. Fine. You know, I got, a, I got a lot of times when I'm trying to take pictures and I have my dog with me or something and he gets in some, you know, he gets in the way or, you know, maybe there's other people involved and the dog gets in the way. So you want to remove the dog. Cool, cool function. And I mean, aside from that, I mean, you know, just, just updated software and, and refreshed UI, which of course I, I downloaded the, the latest version of Android 4, my Pixel 3, and I'm not, not all that impressed and unless the UI looks totally different on the new phone. Uh, in any case, uh, so time, time goes on. I'm like, you know what? Do I, do I really want to spend $1,100 on this phone? First of all, the phone is too big. I don't like phones that are gigantic. They don't fit in my pocket. 
the new phone, the small Pixel 6, the regular Pixel 6, is a full, almost half inch bigger than the Pixel 3, longer. So it will stick out of my ass, stick out of my back pocket. So I don't actually shove it up my ass. I put it in my back pocket. It will, it will be hanging out of my back pocket another half inch. It's too big. I don't want a phone that big. And the Pixel 6 Pro is only three millimeters longer than the Pixel 6. They're both, um, they're both around, well, the Pixel 6 Pro is bigger than the iPhone 13 Pro Max. And my wife has that, and I can't stand it. It's too fucking big. I, you know, I don't want to put a tablet in my pocket. I want a phone. So the, the more I think about it, I was like, do I really want that? I don't want to spend that much money for something I'm going to be complaining about for the next three, four years. You know, I've had this phone for three years. I'll probably keep the next one for three, for three years at least. So in essence, Google, by fucking up their back end, kind of saved me $1,100. But now where do I go from here? Because this phone is not going to last forever. It's very clear that software does not run swiftly on the Pixel 3 anymore. It runs well enough. I can, you know, I can get by using it. And the, it takes, still takes great pictures, great photos. I don't have to do a lot there. Um, although I am pissed off that Google took away burst mode. I want my burst mode back. Because the, the, their version of live photos, where you, you and I forget what, what Google calls it. I turn it off because I don't like it. Um, I preferred burst mode where you could just hold down to the button. It would take a whole bunch of pictures in rapid succession, and then I could choose the one that I like and discard the rest. And that, that worked perfect for taking pictures of my dog, taking pictures of, you know, uh, well, they didn't have it when my grandkids were born, but taking pictures of the kids, um, fast moving subjects, you know, you could, you could get full resolution photos and then get rid of the ones that you don't want. And I think they did it. I think they got rid of burst mode because too many people were not realizing what they were doing and they were filling up their phones and they were too stupid to delete the photos that they didn't want or need. So the rest of us have to suffer because people don't know how to manage the storage on their own phones. So I, I don't want that. And, you know, what I like is I like the pure experience, the, the pure Android experience, which, the you know, the Pixel line at least gives you that. But I don't want to spend <laughs> that much money. And I feel like like moving to the Pixel 6, what's, what's the advantage of the Pixel 6 other than price, you know? There is none. I mean, you, you don't get the other, uh, the other camera, the telephoto lens. Um, the amount of RAM is less. You can't get the maximum storage on it. So I, I don't know. So I don't want, now, now I don't want either one of them. And I don't know, there's not a phone out there that's made that I would want. I don't like the Samsung UI. So I don't want one of the Samsung phones. You know, you got the cool uh, Samsung dual screen or folding screen devices rather. But, you know, to me, they're expensive for nothing. 
And so with all the technology and all the phones that are out there, there is nothing that is made for me. Anything that I look at that I'm like, yeah, that, that'd be perfect for me, perfect fit. There's nothing. There's no tablets out there that are perfect fit. I can't, I hate iOS. I, I use an iPad, uh, one of my wife's old iPads, specifically because it's faster than my old Samsung Android tablet. It's the only reason. You know, once Android gets long in the tooth, it just doesn't quite work right. I would love to have uh, a Windows tablet, but, you know, those they don't make those. And I'm not talking about, I have a Surface Go, and it's not tablet-friendly, but I don't know. Technology just sucks. None of it works the way I want it to work. And I feel like, uh, you know, like it's left, like I'm left behind or I don't know. I, you know, and I used to love technology and, and gadgets, you know, computer uh, devices. You know, I was the first to get all the cool laptops. I used to buy Sony Vio laptops all the time because they had all these cool, quirky features that were just different from everybody else. I had the Sony Vio, the silver laptop that uh, had a little webcam that kind of swiveled around. I also had the, oh shoot, I can't remember the, the models anymore, but I had one of the Sony laptops that was the first to have the chiclet keyboard that Apple stole before they went butterfly and screwed it up and then went back. Um, Sony actually had the laptop and I, I would, I wish I could remember, but that was, that was a really sleek, cool 13 inch laptop. And it was different. It was carbon fiber, no aluminum, you know, it was just to me, I loved it. But now, you know, what are you left with? Any laptop you buy looks like a fucking MacBook. Looks like a MacBook Pro, a MacBook. I, I, I don't like them. I don't like solid trackpads. I like buttons. I like a trackpad with some buttons. I've never adjusted to straight-up trackpads. My, you know, I, I'm, I rest my thumbs at the bottom where the buttons used to be, and... Eventually, they kind of just drift um, because you can't, there's no tactile feel. You can't feel where the button area is, and you end up moving the cursor where you don't want to move it, and uh, it's just a fucking mess. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know why I can't get what I want. The solid trackpad, for me, is not an improvement. It's a step in the wrong direction. And it may be great for some people. It's not great for me. So what am I left to do? You know, I think, you know, because I'm getting old, that I may start moving away from most of this tech in total, I guess it depends what I'm doing. Podcasting stuff, you know, I need a PC for these things. But do I need Windows 11 for that? Um, I still print things from time to time. My wife prints things all the time. 
and Linux boxes suck when it comes to printing. You know, I, at least that's what they used to be historically. I haven't looked into new distributions to see which one I would get and how they work with printers. I also still scan things. Any documents and, and shit that I get, I scan them all the time so I can put them on a hard drive and shred them because I, I don't like keeping tons and tons of paper. It just takes up space and I, I'm done with making file boxes for everything. So why can't there be some kind of a Windows light that runs all the apps but doesn't have all the bullshit? Doesn't hide all the settings. You know, just just basic stuff. Why can't Linux properly use printers and peripheral devices? You know, why why does Oh, I mean, I know why, but I don't know. I'm looking for a technology utopia where everything is sort of platform agnostic and I can just, you know, move around from device to device as I feel like as new designs come out that maybe fit how I want to use things that aren't, you know, or operating systems that aren't artificially cutting the legs off of older machines. There's no reason a Windows 10 machine of any age can't run Windows 11, you know, because they're being paranoid about fucking security, needing TPM 2.0 and secure boot and shit. I don't know. It's fine as an option for businesses, companies, people who, who want that stuff, but, you know, for your average, everyday, normal person who's not a Luddite, who can understand how to do things at home. I don't need all that shit. I don't, I just don't need it. I just want to run the fucking machine and run the software I want to run. So where do I go from here? I can go to hell. You can tell me to shove it. I don't know. It would be most helpful if companies didn't, technology companies didn't dumb things down for the lowest common denominator or didn't make things so crazy expensive for the things you might actually want. I know I'm living in the wrong world. I'm a technology refugee. I have no home. And that's all I got.